Hello, and you're listening to Half Hour History, the show where you might learn something, but we guarantee nothing. I'm Jacinta. I'm Luke. And this time we're talking about... The The Great Great Emu War! We are back, and we are not just talking about the Emu War, we're talking about the Great Great Emu War. So there were other Emu Wars, but they weren't quite as good as this one. Yeah, it's like there's other walls in the world, but they're not as great as the Great Wall. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, So you need to specify. This is the Great Emu War. Like, I could go to the zoo, punch an emu in the face, and call it an Emu War, but it's not the Great Emu War. No. It would be a pretty good one, though. It would, and I'd probably lose, because emus are evil Yes, and we know know this coming from Australia. Have you ever encountered an emu in the wild? Not in the wild, no. No. When Just I, at the zoo and they're bad enough. We did some touring uh, round um, up north. Back and beyond. To schools. I was mm-hmm. doing script writing workshop. This is many years ago. And uh, although, like, you know, Americans particularly think of Australia as we're all riding around in the pouches of kangaroos mm. and there's all this wildlife and that there's all these creatures ready to kill us at every turn. Mm. You know, living in the city as we do, you don't see a lot of this. But, however, you know, driving up to these places, there were kangaroos everywhere mm. and mainly bodies. Like, there were. Yeah, they there don't was... have great road sense. No, and there were certainly passages of road which just had kangaroo corpses every couple of meters Mm. it was crazy and come to think of it i don't know if there'd been an emu war there and Mm. the kangaroos had lost because although you see these guys buddying up on the coat of arms Mm. you know there's a reason that shield is there in between yeah you know are they buddying up or are they facing off but anyway, I saw an emu yeah. just running along, mm. along the side of the car. And Taunting I, it. Yeah. Well, mm. I taunted him back. I literally <laughs> wound down the window and yelled out, because I was a passenger, of course. Uh-huh. I'm one of life's passengers. Yes. Like I am on this show, because mm-hmm. I haven't read any notes or anything, and I'm yeah. just going to wing it. Yeah. Uh, I yelled out, hey, mate, you got a license for those legs? Because he had big, long legs. What did he say? Well... He couldn't flip me the bird. Because he, have... <laughs> he is in himself he a bird. He doesn't have arms. And yeah. I think they're very sensitive about that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But, uh, yeah, emus, you get on the wrong side of them, mm. they will fuck you up. Actually, I got one more emu story talking okay. about kangaroos and emus. Okay. Yeah, I know this is only half an hour. But <laughs> on our hand dryer in the toilets at work... Mm-hmm. There is a picture of, you know, classic Australian coat of arms style. Yeah. There's a picture of a dryer and on one side is a kangaroo and on the other side is an emu. Yeah. And I bet you anything the kangaroo is like, hey, mate, you haven't even got hands to dry, <laughs> dickhead. And the emu's like, oh, oh, nuts. You know? Yeah. 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 Very sensitive. It's like, I'll come over there and pick your eyes out. I mean, emus aren't obviously as bad as cassowaries, but still pretty bad. Cassowaries will, like, slice you up like a raptor, right? Oh, they will. Yeah, yeah. they will disembowel you yes. for fun. For, for shits and giggles. <laughs> Cause, just because they feel like it. Um, you have to be very cassowary around them. You do. Yeah. Yeah, well done. So, the Great Emu War. Uh, in the years following World War One, because World War One was a thing, it was quite a bad thing. They called that the Great War? Yeah. Little did they know what was uh, <laughs> lurking around the corner. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they shot their load pretty early on that one. Uh, so following World War One, there was a lot of soldiers coming home, and they didn't really some have... Some chose to stay, but yeah. Yeah, well, some didn't choose to stay. 
Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So over 5,000 returned soldiers uh, were given land by the Australian government to settle and farm uh, because, you know, it was really a benefit to everyone uh, as the veterans, they just got to quietly suffer their PTSD in isolation and the government got more wheat and sheep and whatever because the land was being farmed. Yeah, and if I'm living in the city and I'm going to the supermarket to buy bread and milk, maybe a little treat... Mm. I don't want to be made all sad by seeing someone's missing leg. Yeah, exactly. Put them out into the country. Exactly. Look at all that space out there. Go for it. It's the outback. I've only just got that. (laughs) But uh, unfortunately, most of these guys, they weren't actually really farmers. uh, And the particular land that they were given, which is about four hours east of Perth, was shit. Uh, and it meant trying to grow crops there was about as easy as trying to find a socially well-adjusted brony. Mm. Mm. I reckon a lot of bronies probably start on farms, actually. Mm. Mm. Uh, and so things just only got worse for these guys when the Great Depression hit in 1929. That's going to be tough if you're already suffering a pretty great depression, <laughs> having yeah. come back from the war, yeah. you've got no legs, mm-hmm. you're given a shit farm, yep. and you're like, I'm so depressed, and then you like turn on the wireless, yep. and they're like, hey everyone, it's welcome great, to the Great, great depression. depression, and you're like, oh shit, yep. Yep. son. And so uh, no one could buy anything, wheat prices just absolutely plummeted, so for these farmers it meant that it was hard to grow the shit, and then the shit was worth nothing, so... The government said, yeah, 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 no, it's cool, guys. We'll give you, like, subsidies and stuff. We'll help you out. But then they just didn't. They just did not do that at all. And so the farmers are just sitting there going, my life is crap. Things cannot possibly get worse. Like, surely things can't get worse at this point. Everything is just awful. Things could get worse. So in 1932, so we're, you know, a couple of years into the Great Depression. They liked calling things great back in the yeah, day, didn't they? Yeah, there were other depressions, but this one, wow. It was a whopper. Just like the Great Wall, you could see it from space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could see all the frowns. And it was like <laughs> they'd all formed one big collective <laughs> frown over Australia. And yeah. it looked like the big dog head that is our yes. land mass. Absolutely. was frowning. Yeah. Except I've noticed, I saw a picture that it's a dog head on one side yeah, yeah. and a cat, a cat head, head on the other side. Yeah, yeah, and Tasmania is like the little bowl the of milk. Food. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's eating it. Yeah. So good. See, poor Tasmania, it doesn't even get to be part of the animal. No, it's just, well, it's it's, just a it little... will be. Cat food becomes part of the animal. Well, eventually. It also yeah. becomes poop. So yeah. Tasmania is eventually poop. Yeah. Sucks to be you, Tasmania. So 1932, uh, and 23. 20- thousand migrating emus stumble across this farmland because they kind of hang out in the middle of the you know middle of the the state there and then when they're kind of you know wanting to breed and like do all that sort of fun stuff they go out to the coast they want to fight and fuck like you're making it sound like oh you know twenty thousand emus just you know doing nature's thing Mm. these like are emu gangs these are roving Mm. Emu gangs. Bloods and crips. Roaming mm. the, the wasteland. Jets and sharks. Looking for trouble. Yeah, they are. Um, so they find this farmland and they're like, well, I mean, we could keep going for another few hundred kilometres and get really tired and stuff. Or we just stay here. Like, there is a lot of food here. Like, heaps of it. And there's dams too because the farmers obviously made dams for their livestock. And so that means that we have got food 
and water right here. So this is flipping emu heaven and right here. And humans to troll, which I think they love doing. Mm. They love that. They don't have a lot of respect no, for, they don't. for what we've done, no. what we've achieved. No, they don't need to, really. Um, so these emus, they just, uh, they just set up camp. And they just chow down on all this poor farmer's crop, like uh, the man versus food guy at one of those all-you-can-eat chicken wing buffets. Just wheat coming out of their lack of ears. Yeah, and like, I'm I'm sure they probably weren't even eating half of it. They were just like, just fucking it up. Like kids kids at Sizzler, when they just start to mix all the drinks into one cup, and then they like put some ice cream in it. Fruit salad. And and then they put like, a nacho chip in it, yeah. and then they like vomit in it. Mm, yeah, such animals just messing it all up for yeah. everybody. Yeah, yeah. And so these emus as well, in their hurry to just absolutely fuck up the lives of these poor farmers, they also bulldoze through a bunch of fences that you know. I imagine these farmers without their legs, maybe without hands, maybe without entire torsos. I don't know. Have done the hard yards, put up their fences, and the emus are just like, "What's this, mate?" <laughs> Off and, you go. And that's the thing about emus. Like, we're talking about this large bird. Mm. Cannot fly, yeah. but can drive a bulldozer. Yeah. In fact, uh, you know, even though their brains are quite small... They've got very long legs to push the pedals. They are very adept at figuring out farming equipment. Mm-hmm. And it's not unusual to find, like, an old abandoned farm, which is basically now being run Mm. by emus Mm. you mentioned of course and we've mentioned this a few times it's just i know it's depressing uh but it was the great depression that this this fact that most of these farmers didn't have legs Mm. i see an opportunity here because the emus don't have arms and (laughs) i think this was an opportunity for them to kind of fuse together and become like a A superior man man (laughs) a man mute A man mew. Yeah. And um, can you imagine that? Like, you've got a man mew. Yeah. It can operate a tractor. Yeah. It can shoot a gun. Mm. Uh, It can flip the bird. Mm. It can talk. It can run real fast. And What an unstoppable force. Yeah, and it just has no... um, No fear. No fear, Mm. no moral compass. Mm. Uh, It's desperate. It's been fucked over by... Well, like, man has been fucked over by the government. Mm -hmm. He's been fucked over by the war. Yep. Emu's been fucked over by God. (laughs) Yes. Because of... um, (laughs) original sin mm-hmm. like there's that bit in the bible where the emu is just this beautiful bird with mm-hmm. um with like it, 12 arms it had the most delicate <laughs> hands at the end of its 12 arms <laughs> yeah. and um it's always like oh uh can i get that for you mm, one of the most so helpful one bird. of the most helpful oh. birds in the bible yeah can i get that for you mm. uh oh eve Look at your hair. Let me plait it for you. Mm. Doing all these things. Yeah. Can I grab that apple? Yeah. Do you want the apple? Yeah. 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 Well, no. I like the emu's. Like, let's not touch the apple. Oh, okay. I'll of get you this. Yeah. I'll get you that. I'll get you that. Do you want Eve. an orange instead? Yeah. Yeah. Eve's a woman. Oh well, you're not going to tell me what to do. Mm. What would Wonder Woman say? You, what I do has nothing to do with you or whatever. Mm. Eats the apple. Original sin. Yeah. God starts plucking off arms <laughs> like he's pulling. Uh, Petals off a flower. And the emu's begging. He's saying, can't I please just keep one? And they're like, what are you going to do with one arm, emu? Pop. 
Yeah. yeah. We get the creation magazine at work. Not that we've subscribed to it. It just turns up uh-huh. all the time. So we always have a bit of a laugh. Yeah. And basically everything, like, you know, why does Porcupine have quills? Original sin. Oh. What are Saturn's rings made up of? Original sin. <laughs> Original sin. <laughs> Saturn, a planet ringed by sin. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I know. So there you go. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, great. Um, so, <laughs> well, yes, but the man mew. Forget, forget your shark to puss. Forget all that shit. Like, let's get a crew together and make a man mew. <laughs> About a guy that comes back from the war, no yeah. legs, is feeling yeah. totally pissed off. Get um, get Baz Luhrmann on the phone. Oh, yes. Let's get bloody... Sweeping vistas and a man fused with an emu. Let's get George Miller. Mm. Let's do this man mew. He Magic. just strides into town with his Ned Kelly helmet. Uh, <laughs> his whole bottom half's an emu. <laughs> and they don't know who he is because he's wearing a helmet. Yeah. Oh, it's the man mew. Oh, Save us, man, man mew. mew. And Man Mew is just like he's kicking people. He's he's just doing whatever he can, hijacking tractors. So yeah, I don't look. I haven't read ahead. Maybe that's where this goes. I don't know. Oh God, that story's so much better than where we're going. <laughs> no, but that look that uh, that was the future. We're, t- okay. we're talking about the history. Past. Okay, so, all right. So well. these are the seeds. Of the man mew. <laughs> yes. You know, there wasn't many crops growing, but yeah, yeah. boy, did these farmers sow man mew seeds yeah, yeah. all over their <laughs> barren fields. Absolutely. Um, so the the emus, not the man mews, the emus in their infant states are driving their bulldozers, bulldozers have got through all these fences, which means that obviously not only have they shattered the, the farmers' resolve and killed their fences, They've let in a whole shitload of filthy rabbits too. Because they have like fences to keep the rabbits out to stop them eating the crops. So rabbit proof fences. Yes. Yeah, and there was a movie about that. There was. Yeah. Yes. Not really about rabbits. But uh, so at well, this that's point false advertising. Hmm. Uh, so at this point it's just vermin. There is just vermin as far as the eye can see. And vermin is bad when it's rabbits and mice and whatever. But when your vermin comes in the shape of a feathered demon spawned from hell, you have to do something about it. So are they all sort of stacked on top of each other at the moment? We've got, like, we've got rats and mice. We've got rabbits. We've got emus. Mm. Just a sea of all this stuff. Could you imagine just being a farmer, just looking out over your fields, going, what the fuck is happening here? Just this tsunami of angry, lethal... Horrible creatures, mm-hmm. pro you know, post raptors just in there fucking shit up. Yeah, hundred percent. So the farmers tried to shoot the emus themselves, but they didn't really make much of a dent in the numbers because, as they were soldiers, they had guns, but they just didn't have enough uh, access to enough ammunition. Now we're talking twenty thousand emus. Twenty thousand, yeah. That's a lot of rounds. It is a lot of rounds. Plus, they regenerate like the T one thousand. Yes. I don't know what the average uh, number in a clutch of emu eggs is, but it's more than one. So they're going to be multiplying fairly quickly. You have to cut off their heads Mm. and bury them Mm. at the crossroads. At the crossroads at midnight. (laughs) At midnight. (laughs) Which uh, is a lot of work Mm. if you don't have legs and an emu's jack tractor. And if you don't have a crossroads in kind of... 
yeah, close proximity. That's like right. You have to go and look for a crossroads. Yeah, that could be many, many miles. Yeah, and they didn't have Google Maps, so they just had to like walk around or hobble around looking for a crossroads. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't convenient. Drag themselves around because yeah. while, while someone's doing broggies in their tractor in the field. Yeah. Emus, mm. by someone, I mean, of yeah. course. Yeah. Bad so, news. Uh, um, so at this point... about bad news bears, but these, <laughs> these <bad> news... <laughs> They're worse. So, at this point, the farmers decided that enough was enough. Like, their farms have just been overrun by demon vermin. Um, but instead of going to the Minister of Agriculture about the decimation of their crops, these ex-soldiers went to the man who seemed like the most obvious choice when facing an army of unrelenting force. Sir George Pierce, the Minister of Defence. And known hater of emus. Mm, yeah. So, the government weren't like, really stoked about having to fight a war against a whole lot of uh, goddamn hideous devil birds. But on one hand, they knew that helping out these farmers was going to be pretty good PR. So they sent a couple of soldiers, two machine guns, and 10,000 rounds of ammunition to help out. Now look, I'm not a mathematician, mm. but uh, 20,000 emus, mm. 10,000 rounds... Mm. Forget Sir George Pierce. They're going to have to send Deadpool where he does that thing <laughs> yeah. where they line up, line up. and he yeah. shoots a couple through. Yeah. And they're counting them off as they go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at this point, like, they weren't that concerned about killing off every single emu. They just wanted to thin out the numbers so that it wasn't so much of a quite an emu invasion. Yeah. Yeah. So, look, I've got two tractors, mate. You can ride around that one <laughs> with your silly mates. Yeah. But this one's for me to do some work and, mm. and go down and run around town and occasionally yeah. go to the crossroads. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the emu's like, why do you have that big bag of emu heads in the back of the tractor? They're like, that's, that's not a big bag of emu heads. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm. So leading this mission uh, was Major Meredith, whose job in the First World War was blowing shit up with really big guns. Uh, and this mission did not involve blowing shit up with really big guns, so perhaps he just pissed someone off to get stuck with the gig. He maybe, like, slept with uh, someone's wife or, or yeah. similar. So he got sent off uh, to the middle of WA to fight some emus. Are there any photos from the emu war? Mm, I think so. I think there's pictures of, like, dudes holding up emus, dead emus and stuff. Their heads. Yeah. Yeah. yeah on their way to the crossroads. Uh, so, on the 2nd of November, uh, it was the soldiers' first chapter in their campaign to end the reign of the emus, and it did actually kind of start, like, the night before or two days before or something, but they turned up to start the war, and um, it rained a bit, and they were like, oh, God, we don't want to have a war in the rain, so they just went back to the pub and then came back when it was not raining, so that's the 2nd of November. Now, look, that's... That's just bloody... It's a very Australian thing to do. I think yeah. that's absolutely understandable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But unfortunately, on the 2nd of November, it was also a little bit of a fizzer because while they fully expected to return to town like multiple John Rambos bathing in the blood of their enemies, they only managed to kill about a dozen emus because, as it turns out, emus are fast and hard to hit. Who why are you? Why is this not a video game? Because, God, like, imagine you <laughs> like, are on a farm. It's the other version of Battlefield. Yeah. <laughs> like, Battlefield should totally do <laughs> an the emu war map. <laughs> and just emus everywhere, and you can get in the tank and stuff, and then running around, and you would just, oh, I would enjoy the shit out of that. Mm, mm. So, 
the next time around, a couple of days later, they uh, established an ambush at a local dam. So all the emus are there just, like, having a drink and shooting the shit and catching up with everybody. And there Emu was... gossip. Yeah, yeah. And so there's about a thousand emus there and the dudes are like, oh, my God, this is going to be like fish in a barrel. There are just emus everywhere. Um, however, again, they only managed to kill about a dozen more birds because their guns jammed. Yeah, look, Poor gun maintenance will get you every time. Look, I look. This these are too many coincidences. This mm. is too much bad luck. Something's against these guys. I think the emus are like sneaking in um, in the middle of the night and just sabotaging their weapons. They could be. Mm. Do you think that I'm surprised that uh, there was no foreign nation illegally supplying the emus with weapons? Mm, it's the koalas. Yeah. Yeah, the koalas are coming in and helping. Um, so the third attempt, uh, they moved a little bit further south where the birds were allegedly a bit more sort of tame and surely they were definitely going to be easier to kill. Uh, no, no. Satan's little feathered pets were still proving to be hard as shit to kill, especially because they'd seemingly learnt um, how far away from the people they needed to stay to make sure that they were out of range of the guns. So the emus are learning. Yes. Clever girl. <laughs> Clever girl. So They can open doors mm. and jars. Yeah, but it's not like the fancy way the velociraptors would. The emus just fucking run through them. Yeah, they, just go, they just go straight through the door. Like the Kool-Aid man. Yes, absolutely. So at this point, Meredith is like, right, I am sick of your shit, big bird. Check this out. His idea of mounting a machine gun on the back of a truck and chasing after the emus would have been great if A, it wasn't the 1930s and the cars weren't slow as fuck, and B, the gunner didn't have to spend his entire time just hanging on for dear life due to the fact that the cars weren't really designed to be driven off-road and across paddocks and had just shitty suspension. This is where George Miller would have been handy. Like, mm. that's a guy that can rig up a car with guns and, uh, you know, off-road stuff. Mm. Why didn't they just set mines, landmines, well, maybe they just didn't have access to them. Just, like, all around the perimeters of the farms. Mm. And then the emus would be blowing up all night. Yeah, maybe. Cool. Maybe. But, they're, but again, they're learning. So it's the thing, like, one goes over and learned and gets blown up, and all the others learn not to do that. Yeah. Yeah, so and I think that... his body's, like, blown up on the ground, and then another emu crawls out of his <laughs> body and takes its place. <laughs> Uh, so on the 8th of November, so remember we started on the 2nd of November, we're the 8th of November now, yeah. um, it was reported that this ragtag little army of, of dudes had used a quarter of their entire ammunition stores to kill about 200 emus. So that's uh, 200 out of 20,000, and they've yep. used up 2,500 rounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's right. obviously not efficient. No. No. That's not a good return on investment. Mm, yeah, so the government had been copying heaps of shit uh, from the media and all the public about this whole stupid thing. Uh, so, so, so in what way were like the people like, oh, come on, mate, they're just having a laugh. They're just being bloody emus, aren't they? Let them have their fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just like, why are you wasting like resources on this? Like, this is crazy. And it's like, and also like making fun of them for not being successful yeah. at this thing, right? So the government's sick of this, and they're like, you know what, we're going to recall all of this. So they recalled the military presence and the guns, 
and went, nah, this is done. But that didn't actually last for very long. Uh, the second campaign was launched on the 13th of November, so it was a couple of days. Like, they shut it all down for yeah. a couple of days and then went, oh, well... Actually, maybe let's just give it another shot. Once so, you've shot an emu, you just you want to get back. Into you're thirsty it. for it. Yeah, you thirst. It's become your life. These mm. guys had had a had a passion. Yeah. This is like that uh, Ghost in the Darkness film with the lion. Mm. That was a great film. Yeah, but with uh, emus. Why didn't they put like those sharp <laughs> stakes around the farms? So that the emus would impale themselves when they came running in drunk on beer they'd stolen. Oh, they just jump them, mate. That's true. Uh, they can uh, jump very high. <laughs> so the second campaign uh, was launched 13th of November. It turned out to be mildly more successful, um, but they were still going through ammo at the rate of 10 bullets per kill, which is still not very effective. Okay. No. Uh, eventually they just admitted defeat and the emu war officially ended on December the 10th. So a little over a month since we began, they called an official end to it. So the government withdrew the machine guns for good. Uh, Meredith claiming that they had managed to kill 986 birds with 9,860 rounds. So the emus were probably breeding faster than these idiots were managing to kill them. So they won. The emus won. The emus won the war. They won the emu war. And there's that famous photo of that emu kissing that other yeah. kid. <laughs> yeah, bending her over. Yeah. 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 And, and so these rogue emus, they're still out there today. They are. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go on to that in a minute. But uh, so Meredith said of the emus later... If we had a military division with the bullet-carrying capacity of these birds, it would face any army in the world. They can face machine guns with the invulnerability of tanks. So that's the man-mew. That's the future of war. Is the man-mew, right? Wow. So there was also an unconfirmed story that... You know, I couldn't find any um, confirmation for, but I really liked that um, an emu was hit by a car at some later point uh, of the campaign. And when they inspected it, it was found to have been getting around quite happily with five bullets in it. In its face. And they don't have big faces. No, they were just sucking up these bullets and going, fuck you, dickheads, we're just going to carry on. Emu, nature's bullet sponge. Mm. Why? Original sin. (laughs) That's very interesting. And what did they do with all these emu bodies? Did they eat them? Um, Well, there was uh, the... I think there was the light... Like horsemen, they would use the feathers in their hats. Yeah. Yeah, so they would use it for that. I guess they would um, They would eat them. After all of this ended, the, um, the farmers still asked for military help for about a decade or so, and the government was like, we are washing our hands of this. We do not want to know about it. And then eventually they reintroduced um, a bounty system so people could just go out and shoot emus and uh, get some money for them. And I think they did manage to clear up about 50,000 emus that way. That's the way to do it. That was the way to do it. Like, give people money for doing something and they will do it. Australia's full of bounty hunters. Yeah. Like, Boba Fett's not from far from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wow. So, yeah, there you go. There's the sequel yes. to your emu, emu war movie, yeah. Bounty Wars. Bounty Wars. So with they, emus. Yeah, so they ultimately, uh, they lost the war, but uh, they got the last laugh in the end. Yeah. <laughs> Suck, sucks to be you, emu. I've eaten emu. and uh, you? It was good. Yeah. Yeah. I have not. 
Yeah, mm. I recommend it. I've eaten uh, I've eaten water buffalo, but unsurprisingly, it's basically just cow. Ah, yeah. yeah. I would I would eat kangaroo and emu and other crocodiles good too. Oh yeah, I've heard crocodiles quite good. Yeah, is it like cross between like chicken and fish? I've heard. Yeah, there was like a place where I can't remember what the restaurant was, but you just go there and you could have this platter with all these weird meats. Mm. And uh, and you could eat all the animals and, and take their powers. Okay. So so it's like Doctor Doolittle, but instead of talking to the animals, you eat all the animals. Yeah. Yeah. I even gain their powers. He just heard all about their stupid animal problems. Yeah. But um, I wonder what push me pull you tastes like. Mm, Gamey. Push me pull you. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, well, I think on that note, we are. Uh, pretty well done do you have another emu story to round us off i think i've told on my really good emu stories okay. so uh until the second great emu war mm. i might uh, have to put them uh away but yeah maybe we should just go out to, like kalgoorlie and just start punching emus and just incite another emu war so we've got another episode to talk about emu wars in. we'll never be able to punch them we might be able to yell things at them oh yeah from the car just get them angry yeah get them angry again but just uh, like insult their parents and stuff yeah. yeah so look forget the terrorists what are we doing about uh the emu war never forget mm. that's what i say uh we should definitely do something on november 2nd Mm. Uh, to 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 commiserate. Mm. Wow! All right. So thanks for listening, guys. Uh, you can catch all our stuff at fruitlesspursuits.com. Uh, we have a weekly pop culture show as well. Where we talk about movies and all sorts of shit. Uh, you can also check us out on our Facebook group, which is called. Is it the book was better? FP cast something something something. Yeah, just search <laughs> for it and you'll find it. We should add this in there as well. But uh, there you go. that's where you'll be able to discuss all this stuff with us. Yes, yeah. We also have a Patreon if you feel uh, so inclined to, to throw us a dollar or two for our efforts. Especially when you know that uh, we need to buy supplies and preparations for future emu wars. Mm, absolutely. How are we, you know, we've got to get one of those full, like, Chewbacca bandolier things so that we can store all our um, snacks. Yeah. 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 So. Muesli bars. Yeah. And milky bars. Yeah. The milky bars are on me, literally. You. Uh, so we will catch you next time. Badonkadonk. <laughs>